Hello and welcome to the 58th episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I'm here with Tyler Tipton, Cody Dietrich. I threw up the, I screwed up the order. Uh, Cody and Daniel. Yes, Daniel uh, Newkirk. Okay, Co- Cody yeah. Dietrich. Yeah. Tonight's episode, episode 58, The Luck of the Hate. It's St. Patrick's Day today, 2019, so we will discuss our favorite Irish flicks and movies we hate. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay, trivia. I'll give some clues to famous Irish actors slash actresses. I'll be honest, but they're all actors. There's no actresses. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you name the actor. Okay, so yeah. are we talking like actors legitimately from Ireland or actors with Irish descent? Legitimate. Like they say okay. they're Irish. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit if you name any Americans then. Fair enough. Okay. This is just what the internet said. All right. All right, here we go. <clears throat> he might not play Batman, but he he has portrayed another world's greatest detective. Moore. Alan Moore? No, Moore. Give me more information. It's not... Uh, it's not... Uh, uh, the, the, the actor for Dick Tracy. No, it no. is. Um, well, the answer is Kenneth Brogna. He played Hercule Her- Hercule Perot. 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 And what? Murder of the Orient Express. Okay. All right. Yeah. The new I, one? Okay. I was trying to say it's not Sherlock Holmes. For some reason, I could not think of the one name Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Better to Ratch, Robert Downey Jr. No, the neither answer, of them are Irish. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's not somebody who's played Sherlock Holmes. Right, right. Okay, this Irish actor has been a double O centaur that fought the lawnmower man on top of Dante's Peak with a Remington steel. Oh. What is it again? This Irish actor has been a double O centaur that fought the lawnmower man on top of Dante's Peak with a Remington centaur. steel. Centaur. Dante's Peak. Pierce Brosnan? Yes. Pierce Brosnan. Huh. Which Irish actor? Huh. <laughs> which I, wait? Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. yeah, that's just most of our show. Hey, are we recording? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Irish actor has been crowned king thrice? King three times. Mm-hmm. So he's played mm-hmm. a king in three different roles. Thrice. Yes. Just say three. Okay. What three kings? Uh, Frankenstein, myrrh, and gold. Frank, no. Frankincense. Frankincense. <laughs> Frankenstein. Uh, I can't tell you the kings. So I'll give it away. Will it really? It's that obvious. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have no idea who it is. Jonathan Rice Myers. He played Dracula in Vlad Tepish and Dracula, the okay. TV show. That's a king. King Henry the Eighth and the Tudors, and Elvis and Elvis. Oh. King of rock and roll is a king, motherfucker. I, know, I can see the way you're looking at me. Oh. Just like the musical episode. <laughs> or episode 55. Or episode 55. What? I thought we wasn't going to bring that up again. Uh, we'll bring it up. It, it, episode 55 is such a wreck. How can you not bring up episode 55? That's why we're trying to forget it ever happened, right? It's, it's really offensive. Uh, what Irish actor has fought zombies, debunked the supernatural, Sentenced Gary Oldman to death and rode a Texas-sized bomb into the sun on a red eye. 
Uh, Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell's not Irish, is he? Uh, I don't know. No, it's not Bruce Campbell. Okay. I didn't know Pierce Brosnan was Irish either. R- really? Yeah, I had okay. no idea. He always gives me that British vibe. What Irish actor has fought zombies, debunked the supernatural, sentenced Gary Oldman to death, and rode a Texas-sized bomb into the sun on a red eye? Oh, um, what, wait, what, Texas what, size bomb? What gave it away? Well, I thought maybe you were talking about um, uh, Bruce Willis for a minute. No, not Bruce because Willis. of the tech, the of the Armageddon. But I would never quote that movie. You quote it all the time. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you always tell me not to close my eyes. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> I'm leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> it's Celian Murphy. Oh, that was my next guess. Z- Zombies from Twenty Eight Days Later. Supernatural was Red Light. Get, sentencing Gary Oldman to death was The Dark Knight Rises. He plays Scarecrow, the judge. Okay. And wrote a Texas-sized bomb that was Sunshine, and on Red Eye, it was Red Eye. Wow. He plays a character called Jackson Ripper. Ripner. I wonder what that was an homage to. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Next category. Five Years of Hate. I'm going to give clues to the most hated movies, but they're within the last five years. So it's not like 1961's. Okay. These okay. are, these okay. are in the 1961. Which movie was the most hated in 1961? Right. These are all... No, five, no, I, the, I really want to know. The, I have no idea. Uh, Debbie, why Debbie did does, you do your research? Debbie Does Dallas was the most hated. It's not There's that good. There's no way you could hate that one. It is not that good. Too much hair. Uh, five years of hate. Last five years. What 4% Rotten Tomato flick Contains 13 directors, one being James Gunn, and actors such as Dennis Quaid, Seth MacFarlane, Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Emma Stone, Justin Long, Uma Thurman, Kristen Bell, Gerard Butler, Sean William Scott, Johnny Knoxville, Halle Berry, and Josh Duhamel. Movie 43. Yes. I, love I, na- that I movie. named too many actors, didn't I? Well, I knew what it was when you got to like the fourth actor. Oh, I was okay. just waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay, I, I love that movie. The movie was kind of funny, but man, seen, it was. I've seen it, it but I, I couldn't. I don't remember anything on it. Which version did you see? Because there's two versions going around for the longest time. Uh, I remember a period when the no, no, the, the two versions. I mean, like there's one version where it's just these kids are finding weird ass videos on the internet about all this other stuff and that's the whole point. And the other one is uh, Harris, Harrison Ford is pitching a bunch of movie ideas to a movie executive. That's the one I saw. Okay, I've seen both. I like I like the Harrison Ford one. I can't remember, but I think I would have remembered the Harrison Ford one, so it must not have been that one. Yeah, like my favorite part and they're like, yeah, I had to suck the security guard stick to get in here. You're like, he let you do that? No, no, he fought me the entire way. <laughs> okay, number two. Even Jesus couldn't save this 2014 Nick Cage headlined 2% Rotten Tomato flick. Even Jesus couldn't save this. Ghost Rider 2. No, here's a hint. The tagline is, the end of the world has only begun. It's Noah, right? Uh, um, Nick Nick Cage headline means he starred. Right, I know what headline means, jackass. (laughs) Next. Um, Next, no. It, it's it's a biblical movie where no or uh, uh, Nicholas Cage played a biblical person. No, what? What? Really? Yeah, really. Huh. It's a famous book series. Kirk Cameron like shills for it all the time. Well, maybe not. I have no idea what you're talking about. Then Left Behind. I never even heard of that. You never heard of the famous book series Left Behind about no, the rapture? No, I've heard of it. Are you sure it's Left Behind? What about is? It, are you sure it's not the Knowing? 
Yeah, no, I'm uh, that, sure. That, that's way, that's way older than five years. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's the same premises. What was the what's the clue of Jesus in that one then? Left behind the is rapture a, is about the rapture and everybody else that's left behind after the rapture. So it is a biblical movie. Yeah, but he don't play a biblical character. It's still it's a biblical someone... movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, this six percent Rotten Tomato flick didn't even have an ending. It just had a title card with an internet website. This six percent Rotten Tomato flick didn't even have an ending. It just had a title card with an internet website. Daniel knows this because he actually likes it. Me and him, we we both like it, and we've talked about it on this pod, on this very pod. Oh, by the way, listeners, I get a bunch of shit for having a second pod. Guess who just starred, guest hosted another pod? It wasn't me. It wasn't Cody. We wasn't, agreed upon it. It wasn't Tyler. I ain't naming the names. It wasn't me, one Cody, one Tyler. It was Daniel. You're right. Yes, to fulfill our side of the bargain of our collaboration. No, I that believe you could hear I two believe I did ago, that. <laughs> uh, with uh, Tony Jones from Thrones and Scouts. Uh, this six percent Rotten Tomato flick didn't ha- even have an ending. It just had a title card with an I, internet website. I have no idea what movie you're, you're gonna about. you're gonna palm hit your face. Yeah, the devil inside. The car crashes, and then it goes to. If you want to see more about these actual case files, go. Oh, to... Oh yeah. Okay. God, I didn't realize that movie was only five years old. Yep. No, it's older than that because I watched it before I moved. I'm pretty sure I'm... Well, you haven't not. been maybe, here five years. No, I haven't been here for five years. But I maybe maybe I was. What was that for you? What 9% Rotten Tomato flick almost had Jon Snow or Rob Stark or Chekhov in the lead? Instead, we got whiplashed. So it's got Mickey Rourke in it. It's not Mickey Rourke. The Devil Inside Me? No. The Devil... No? What's the name of the movie? The Devil Inside? Devil Inside. What 9% Rotten Tomato flick almost had Jon Snow or Rob Stark or Chekhov in the lead? I have no idea. Instead, no? yeah, yeah. Instead, we got Whiplashed. I don't know what Whiplash is. It's, it's Mickey Rourke. For, it's, no? I have no idea what you're talking about then. Whiplashed. Not, not, not the character Whiplash. Here's a hint. Stanley d- declined to cameo in this flick. Oh, so it's a Marvel movie. Uh, Fantastic Four. Oh. Okay. Miles Teller was in a movie called Whiplash. He played Mr. Uh, Fantastic. So, The Devil Inside, released in 2012. Yeah, what, what year is it? 2019. Uh, so, seven years ago well, for the most hated movies in the last five years i just went with the website i didn't know when the website was produced yeah you see that would be some research to do because it's probably two years old now nah don't worry about it okay episode 58 (laughs) it's the holy day of no snakes so i thought we would discuss our favorite irish themed movies or irish born actors and actresses i made a mistake on the five years of hate Uh uh-huh i even made a bigger mistake i was writing down my favorite irish movies and actors did a little research. I found none of them are Irish and none of the movies are Irish. Really? Yeah. Uh, like I, I'm apparently a dumb racist American. Mm. Uh, Patty Constantine, Michael Fassbender, Gerard Butler, and James McAvoy. 
None of them are Irish. No, James McAvoy's British. Gerard Scottish. Butler's Scottish. McAvoy Scottish. Is it McAvoy Scottish? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gerard Butler Scottish. Yep. Michael Fassbender's German, and Patty is a Brit. Yep. None so, of them are Irish. Yep. So, I cannot contribute to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I I have I don't a handful. Distinguish of, my actors by country of origin. Yeah, I really don't look at their race. Well, like, they're either. really not that big a deal to me. So, well, like, it's a St. Patrick's Day episode, so we have to distinguish a little bit. Well, are you sure? Because it seems kind of racist. But it's a Irish holiday. Okay, just so have they played Irish people in movies? Can they play Irish people in movies? I would assume so. No, no, like have they? Who? Those people you mentioned, like, oh, these are all my favorite people. Are you just under the assumption that they were Irish? I and doubt. The I movies doubt. they were in were then therefore Irish by extension. I doubt a Scott would play an Irish person, right? They kind of, they have like a loving hate relationship with each other. I think the problem is would be throwing your accent. Um correctly like that could be pretty difficult well um, gerard butler played an egyptian egyptian god an egyptian god with a scottish accent yeah um <clears throat> so any any irish flicks you guys like uh the quiet man okay what's it about quiet man uh, stars john wayne and it's about a boxer who accidentally kills another boxer while boxing he's like pretty much the heavyweight champion of the world way back in the day and he moves back to his home country ireland and the house that he grew up in as a baby as a as a wee little baby wait how is john wayne's irish accent it does he doesn't have it he moved to america in the movie they created like he moved to america and then was american for like literally 40 plus years and so he has an american accent so that means he couldn't do an Irish accent. Probably not. All right, I got you. But he plays an Irish man at heart. Gotcha. So he moves back home, fixes up his the house he was born in, and tries to have a quiet life. But but uh, conflict always keeps to find him because his neighbor, because he's renting the place from somebody that uh, a old widow who basically owns a lot of land around. And then opposite of her is a man that pretty much owns the rest of the land around. Okay. And he's, for the longest time, I've been wanting that patch of land and all that. You have no right to give it to him when you should sell it to me. And when this conflict between him and uh, him, and then he ends up marrying the guy's sister and all this sort of, and then just more problems, more problems, because she's so stubborn, she just won't let her dowry go. Because the brother refused to give the dowry that was promised because that's kind of society they lived in back then. That is weird that they'd have John Wayne play an Irishman. Well, he plays John Wayne. In Ireland. In Ireland. Okay. Well, has any boxer ever been killed in a boxing ring? Yeah. Really? Oh, I'm sure. Does I would be very surprised if there wasn't. Does the boxer fighting him get like, any sort of legal... Uh, it's, I, th- I think it's pretty much agreed on, okay, if you're stepping in, you're, you're taking your life in your own hands a little bit. Like, if it's like an accent, I don't think it's like, oh my god, he fucking killed us, he can never box again. It's more like, uh, be careful, he's accidentally killed a man. Or if you can see that you atten- he intentionally basically was going for blows that would kill him, he might get a fine or something. Or you find, like, razor blades in his... Yeah, then he probably faced justice. I got you. Yeah, I would imagine there's probably, like, a waiver that boxers have to sign just in case something like that does happen. It's the same waiver I made you guys sign when to come down here. I didn't sign anything. 
Yeah, that was my uh, alternate ego horse renoir. My my weavers is I I can't wear pants. Yeah, yeah, I know it. We all know it. Uh, Uh, Then would a million dollar baby considered an Irish movie because she's called Meshuga? Isn't that a Jewish thing? No, that's a not Meshuga. What does he call her? I don't know. Guinness? I movie. Yeah, but basically, she he doesn't tell her what the meaning is until basically he does the mercy killing out there. It means my darling. And then fucking mercy kills her so she's not paralyzed in a hospital anymore. Was she punch drunk? Why was she in a hospital? Uh, She basically broke like a couple vertebrae in her neck and then paralyzed from the neck down. But then why she had to be mercy kill? Because she's she paralyzed from the neck down. And uh-huh. she was a fighter through and through, and literally it was no quality of life. Okay, all right. And she wanted it because she tried to commit suicide by biting off her tongue in a previous scene. It was blood everywhere, and he's like, I just want to keep her alive. And like, it's, not, it's, it's, it's don't keep her around like this. And he basically adrenalines her so much that her heart just beats so fast that it kind of... Okay. Daniel, favorite Irish flick? Um, uh, I mean, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's the Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, the, um, the weird tattoos from last episode. Yep, yeah, one and two. I tend to watch it right around St. Patrick's Day every year. Did you watch it? Uh, I will be. I watched it two or three weeks ago. I watched them back to back. I'll probably end up watching one of them tomorrow because I got stuff to do tonight. If the, what are you doing? Um, I've got to do anything sexy. Uh, I wish. Oh. No, it's it's a, a lot of boring paperwork and sorting and organizing that has to be done. So, oh. if there was. You know how like slasher films land on all holidays? I guess that'd be fucking that'd be Leprechaun. Never mind. I yeah, probably Leprechaun. Yeah, right. um, most definitely Leprechaun. I actually saw bits and pieces of that because uh, uh, today actually. Yeah, the huh. Ridge. Yeah, well, well, one of the Ridge with Jennifer Aniston. I don't know which one it was. I just saw Leprechaun. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, another one of my favorite Irish films is The Departed. Yeah, I love The Departed. Uh, Jack Nicholson. I really, really enjoyed that movie. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it takes me like three days to stop trying to do a Boston accent after watching. <laughs> I I'm really shitty at it. So uh, oh, uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, what is the second Dark Knight in the? What's his damn name in the Nolan trilogy? Yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. That's one of my favorite ones. Why is that Irish? Well, you have the bagpipers during the oh fuck release, here we uh, go. See that that's why it always kind of bothers me that people say that Gotham is New York. Like that is so much more Chicago. Like everything is Chicago that, really Irish? Big Irish? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they have a, oh. a they always dye the the river green for our, for St. Patty's Day and then um they have like a a real big like Irish parade on St. Patrick's Day featuring like the police officers and stuff doing the bagpipes. No kid. Yeah, it's a very big Irish. So, so is the Irish mob in there? Probably, and mm. I think that fits better because, like in the comics, Gotham is sort of like across a, uh, co- across like a big body of water, and there's Metropolis, isn't there? Um, it's it's a farther away than that. Um, but yeah, like I've I have always put Metropolis as New York City and uh, Gotham as Chicago in my head, and I mean DC's come out and said that's wrong, and that that Gotham is New York. Um, but it always feels wrong to me. Just like yeah. all of the the things, especially when you look at like Tim Burton's movies, 
like those none of those say New York. They all none of those say, say an actual city because they're just like five buildings and six people in the crowd. Well, I mean, you still you look at like the the cars and like the Tommy guns and like the building structures. All of it just screams Chicago. Chicago mobsters, all yep. that. Yeah. Al Capone, like right. to a T. Okay, all uh, right, absolutely. According to townandcountrymag.com, using legit websites here, 18 Irish films to watch on St. Patrick's Day. None of these, I've heard heard of like two of them. So this could be a really dumb list. All right, guys, get settled in with your uh, sleeping bags and pillows. Go get your popcorn and uh, bathroom break. Yeah, bring your child so if they're being rally, it will... Force them to sleep. Uh, my voice will naturally put anyone to sleep. 18 Irish films watch on St. Patrick's Day. The Irish Pub, a documentary on Irish pubs. Okay. Okay. It sounds um, like something that's just on the on the Discovery Channel right now. Yep. On Dine. On Dine. On Dine. On Dean. On Dine. We're going to skip that one because you can't pronounce it right. It's got Colin Farrell in it. Yeah, I don't like that. Yep. The Secret of the... Okay. The Secret of the Kells. It's an animated flick. Yep. Okay. This is a rough episode. Uh, <laughs> I mean, here, I can say random foreign titles too that you've never heard of. I the, mean, the, the Departed, be like okay, the that, Departed. that one's fantastic. That's a great movie. The Quiet Man. Ah, all right. Uh, the Magdalene Sisters. Magnolia okay. Sisters. Magdalene. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Waking Ned Divine. Nope. I've heard oh, of what it. What year? Uh, Ninety-eight. 1898. A Widow's Peak. That one I think I've heard of, but I've never seen it. Oh, damn it. What's that one fucking movie? Uh, uh, yes. No, and, no. Uh, Alan Rickman and... Galaxy Dogma. Quest. No. Uh, it's about the one where Harry he cuts Potter. hair. Where Alan Rickman cuts hair? Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly pretty fucking awesome. Like it was, it came up on like like basic, uh, uh, the basic uh, network, and it's literally Alan Rickman's like a disgraced professional haircutter just in the middle of nowhere. How does a professional haircutter get disgraced? Uh, they cheat at a barber competition. But there's what? How do you cheat at a barber competition? Like I said, the entire movie hinges on its own things, but it's still amazing. At all, what, what, I mean, but if even if you cheated at a barber competition, is that enough to get you banned? The hell do you even do at a barber competition? How do you get banned? Okay, it's not like okay, I'm not using the right word. Stylist competition. The same question. Like I, I feel said, like that didn't answer anything. Fucking Alan Rickman haircut movie. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Blow dry. Blow dry. Oh Jesus. How is this an Irish film? I think it takes place in Ireland. Uh, I'm on his page. It must have been way early here. Hang on, audience. We got no, no, find... it's in Yorkshire. Wait, is that Ireland? No, that's England. That's probably England. Damn it, Yorkshire. We are dumb Americans. I'm sorry. You're dumb Americans. Oh, okay, sorry. Anyway, it's still. I would recommend it. Actually, I haven't even found it. What year was it? Uh, oh, right here, 2001. Yeah. Not as old as I thought. Okay. All right. It's yes, got a, Yorkshire is in northern England. Uh, okay. Basically the same thing. Right next to the Hobbit hole. No, it is not not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. Anyway, oh. watch the movie. It is actually pretty fucking amazing. Okay. All right. Blow dry. The mayor is the best per, uh, character in that. 
Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, Bloody Sunday. For some reason, I felt like one of you have seen Bloody Sunday. No. Nope. Brooklyn? Far and away. Mm-mm. The Boxer. No. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh, do you have any more information about it? Uh-uh. You don't? Hunger. No. <laughs> Bless you. In, in the name of the Father. Wait, wait, do you know what Hunger's about? It's that prison movie with uh, oh, no, Michael no, Fassbender. No. Okay. Never mind. In the name of the Father. Nope. The Wind That Shakes the Barley. No. Angela's Ashes, is that on there? Is that Irish? Uh, I think it takes place in Ireland. Slip well, it starts out in Ireland. Let's look it up. No, that yeah, that yeah, but don't don't they like they come over to America though? Yeah, it's a messed up movie though. Angela's Ashes. And then, what? Nothing. What are you googling? Nothing. Go ahead. No, what are you googling? I'm looking up the regions of Ireland. Oh, okay. So that way, when we go, is this Irish? I have a map of Ireland. Uh, my left foot. <laughs> That's actually a thing. Yeah. I thought that was like a stupid family guy joke. Uh-uh. And then the only other one I've seen is The Crying Game. Daniel's played The Crying Game several times. I want to cry now is what I want to do. Okay. Uh, they. Okay, it's about a person who was born in Brooklyn whose parents immigrated from Ireland after the potato famine. Well, we are clearly fans of of Irish cinema. Uh, I tell you what, to save this pod, what are some of our favorite snake movies? Snake movies. Yes. Anaconda. So we're we're St. Patrick's adjacent. What are some of our <laughs> snake favorite snake movies? Uh, Anaconda. Okay. Uh, snakes on the plane. Just Have you seen any of the sequels? Are they any good? Yeah, they're. I fell asleep trying to watch Blood Orchid like six times. Like I think my favorite one is I think they actually had Miyagi on one of the sequels. And he's just been this guy who, like, intentionally lets sex by him. And he's got, like, a super immunity to, like, uh, snake venom now. And then he gets bit by this giant-ass poisonous snake. And it takes, like, three hits more where it just took one hit to take down, like, a fucking cow. Okay. Uh, snakes on the plane just for the line. I'm sick and tired of these goddamn snakes on this goddamn plane. That's, I, not, the, that's not the line. You censored it halfway. I the, had to. The, uh... You did? Why? Because uh, nobody can say it like you can. Oh, okay. That's fair. They the movie studio uh, put like another million and a half into that movie just to do reshoots so he could say that line. Oh, really? He didn't originally say that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a million and a half well spent. It's yeah. the only redeeming factor of that that movie. No, the snake on the boob. It's good. It's good oh, okay, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Nah. Are there any other good snake movies? Oh. Uh, uh, G.I. Joe? Oh, Snake Eyes. Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. Um, what, what about what about Tremors? They're like underground snakes. Nah, they're, they're more aliens. Like, they're not really snakes. Uh, are they, they aliens? They're like giant mole creatures, aren't they? Well, they're aliens. Like, they're like, they're more they're like aliens. worms. I thought they were like prehistoric creatures. Yeah, they're prehistoric they're... creatures that have been tracked in this valley for eons because they can't get through the bedrock around the place. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm serious. Well, this was a success with the Irish flicks. Okay. Oh, yes, they are worms, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe if we had some notice about the... Uh, the... It was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah? Yeah. 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 
Okay. And, and I can talk about Boondock Saints, and I can talk about Irish music. I love Irish music. Oh, I can talk Irish. about the infamous racing scene in The Quiet Man. In The What? In The Quiet Man. Why is it infamous? Well, he doesn't give his hat to the right girl. That makes it infamous? Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, uh, the girls like all stu- the girl across that plays opposite of it's like all stubborn and whatnot. Like they're like, you know what? I'm gonna sit here and she he's gonna get my hat, to bring it to me, because the race go grab a bonnet, take it to the person who's supposed to belong to. He grabs the wrong bonnet, because he's not like, oh yeah, she's just a girl. He's like, she's trying all her best to like seem pretty and like appealing, and he just kind of like ignored her, and so it pissed her off. <laughs> okay, it's neat. Uh, you need to watch the movie. Okay. Irish m- music, Dropkick Murphys. Uh, yes, Dropkick Murphys. Which favorite Dropkick Murphy song? Uh, Shipping up to Boston. I like that one a so lot. So typical. Um, Flogging Molly is a great band. Um, uh, the Rum Jacks. Really you have well. it back, but you'd be nice. Okay. Uh, I really like the Rum Jacks. Okay. Right. Um, and the Patty Hats. I like them too. A lot of good music from them. Um, if we want to expand our our idea of Ireland to the entire UK, there's some really great stuff just in general for the UK. Um, uh, one features a uh, Irish actor, Robert Sheehan, uh, and that's the TV show Misfits on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, it takes place in London. Um, have you guys seen that one? No. It's Wait, uh, is he Irish? Uh, Robert Sheehan is, yes. I'll go ahead, keep going. Um, but it's a—it's basically kind of like a, a variation on X Men. Um, you have a bunch of kids who are in like community service, and a meteor comes, hit, like kind of hits London, and uh, they all get superpowers. Isn't he? What's the, his? Fa- yeah, he's Klaus from the Umbrella Academy too. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Umbrella Academy yet. It's okay. on my watch list. Okay, oh, so pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, what's interesting is everyone gets powers kind of based off their insecurities or their desires. So, like, in the original group of the Misfits, and it's kind of a rotating cast, um, The there's, like, this guy who uh, was doping during the Olympics and gets caught and his medals stripped from him. So he gets the ability to turn, uh, to manipulate time because um, he wants to go back and not cheat at the Olympics. Um, you've got this girl who's always kind of portraying herself as, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks about me, but she secretly does. So she becomes a telepath and can read people's minds. Okay. Um, and a lot of other things like that where their um, their powers kind of mimic uh, their personalities and their insecurities. It's really well done. What power do you, from your insecurity, what power do you have? Ooh. Um... That's a that's a rough one. Um, I I would probably have some sort of like charming power, like the ability to like like manipulate uh, people's like emotions. Okay, Cody. Based on my insecurities. That's what he said. Yeah, that's kind of what it is because like or or like their their draws like there's one one of the a similar example of the powers. None of them are like your typical power like. Telepathy is probably your closest to your normal. Oh power. man, I'm saying because mine would be invisibility, but, so I don't have to be seen. I yeah, they don't left alone. They don't do a lot of like normal things. Shit. Okay, let me rethink. Well, mine, like then. when a tele when the telekinetic finally shows up, like season five, it's the world's weakest telekinetic. Like strain, bloody nose, tips over an empty can. Like that's the level of telekinetic he is. Okay, mine. Hey, but we gonna have somebody that just travels through time. 
Yeah, but he does it kind of an odd, odd way. He doesn't have full control over it. He pulls his foreskin um, over his head and vanishes up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's like someone who um, is a barista and is just crazy into being a barista. But he's insecure and kind of self-conscious about the fact that he loves his job. And people make fun of him for it. So when he gets powers, he gets the ability to control milk. So he can he has lactose kinesis. Can he make women lactate? Uh, or is that what lactose kinesis means? Um, it, it he doesn't really. Uh, they never address that. Oh, okay. But like he does some badass things. So what was Ro- what was Robert Sheehan's power? Uh, Robert Sheehan, his power is a little bit of a spoiler for season one. So so spoiler alert. Um, but his thing is he is super reckless and he is kind of that I don't care if I die or not. So he gets the ability to resurrect. Um, when he dies, he resurrects. What? what You've you seen like? the Umbrella Academy, right? I've seen uh, episode one. He's a very reckless person, I know. I know it's just, it's kind of similar to what he does in Umbrella Academy. Two, not like the exact same thing, but like the other side of it. Okay. All right. Okay. So well, but, anyway, that's the, the power he starts with. At least his powers change as the show goes okay. on. Okay. So my, based off of my, I would have the power of mimicry, because like I don't know how to handle people's personalities and stuff. So I'd be able to like if a jock came up to me, I would just adapt to that personality and fit in. Or okay. if, if like you know whatever. Yeah, that's a little more in line. Yeah, yeah. Instead of being a wallflower, I could go into a party, and if it was like a pretentious artsy farty party, I could I could mimic that source. Or if it was a frat party, I could mimic that type thing. Yeah, that's that's really like in in line with what what uh, the powers and misfits are kind of representing. All right, your turn, dude. You're the last one. I'm uncomfortable being in a room with a single another single person. Wait, so you're comfortable being with another person that's married, but it, but if they're single... No, no, what I mean is, uh, if it's just... Okay, I'm in a room with three people right now, I'm okay. fine. If it's just two people, it makes me a little nervous because there's no third person to bounce off of when I need a break from the conversation. So, okay. before Daniel got here, you were really uncomfortable. Right. That and my thumb was in your butt. We don't. We're not supposed to talk about that. Okay. Right. What him too? Jesus. Okay. Uh, so I think it'd be like I'd always have the ability to like at least uh, make either an apparition or make a, at least another person. So I'm never in a group of two. Oh, like multiple men, you can make a duplicate of yourself. Yeah, but, but only like, if you're only there with one person. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. That that is exactly the kind of stuff that happens in Misfits. So what's the name of our group? Uh, panic attack. Weirdos. Panic attack. Panic attack. I like that a lot, actually. Okay. As a, right. as a superhero team. But no, but no C. It's just panic A T T A K. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm so into they it. Got I like it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's sweet. Okay. We we attack. I think we pretty much saved the Irish uh, section of the podcast. I think we yeah. yeah. Right Get awesome. Uh huh. Right right, okay. Let's write our quick Irish movie real quick then. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh. Okay. Okay. Let's do. Let's do. Uh, let's do like a nah, Irish crime. That's too obvious. Um, Why not? Because everyone. Uh, yeah. 
No, no, no. The idea... Okay, I, Irish crime drama. Um, a midget's going around killing people as dressed as a leprechaun, but the, th- the twist is he's not actually a leprechaun. He's just fucking with people's head because he's in old-time Ireland. And they're like, everyone, it was a fucking leprechaun, man. I swear to God. Waffy's not even a midget. Waffy's just a dude with shoes on his knees. Uh, oh, now I took it too far. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I, that could work, but that's not going to work out in the country like I want it to. Okay. What if we do our superhero a panic attack, but in Ireland? Yeah, we have to go fight like an Irish supervillain, like the Banshee. Like, uh, no, 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 no. It's it, no. I don't no. think any of us could deal with Banshees. No. So, like, uh, so as in one of the Dropkick Murphy song rats, uh, rats start infesting this brewery and start dying in this in this beer, and we're all coming of it. We're all teetotalers in Ireland, so we're already like outcasts, right? So we finally decide to drink, but we drink this rat-infested, uh, uh, what do you brew? Not brewery, but rat-infested batch of of liquor, mm-hmm. and then that gives us the um, the the powers. And then we have to reverse the the curt the the what the blessing laid down by Saint Patrick himself to bring the snakes back to deal with the rats. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then also send them away again because nobody wants fucking snakes around. <laughs> I'm questioning if this is racist or not. It's it's getting there. Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, I'm being honest. Snakes are <laughs> snakes are cool. No, no, they're not. All right. There's a reason they use it as the epitome of evil in the Bible because it was creepy even way back fucking then. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, here we oh, go. No, no, look at my face. See that? Yeah, then Cody is doing the uh, the snake tongue wag here, and with eye contact to Adam, it is. Yeah, because they don't blink; they just. I am. I am uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know. I'm about... fine with it. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Stop touching. All right, moving on to the next topic. I, I will say I am the only one here on St. Patrick's Day wearing green. My eyes are green. My uh-huh. actually, my eyes are green, aren't no, they? Not. Look at them. My no, eyes are hazel. Fuck off, mine are green. Okay, they're not. That's not green. Yeah, it's hazel. Hazel is a form of green. The hazel is not green. Yes, it is. Do you guys like that Sister Hazel song? I don't know who that is. Oh fucking Christ! Yeah. Okay, I know Hazel Sister. Anyways, okay. Move on to the next topic. We oh, are Mumford. Are Mumford bands uh, Irish? The Mumford and Sons. Oh, no, like, uh, that's the term for that type of band is uh, Mumford Bands. Uh, I think Mumford and Son has some Irish Yeah, like the Lumineers, uh, Oprah the Where Art Thou, I think that's got some Irish roots. You know, we couldn't talk about anything Irish, so I want to move on to the next topic. Now you guys are fucking coming up with a lot of Irish shit. Well, I've been thinking about it, and I oh. finally got the stuff, and I oh. want to get it out. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like a, we finally found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Uh, Mumford and Son are British. Uh, what about the Lumineers? What was your favorite Lucky Charms marshmallow growing up as a kid? Oh, man, good question. Um, I like the Ram- Rainbow. It was pretty good because it was big. Uh, based in Denver, Colorado. American folk rock band. Mm, all right. uh, mine was... I didn't like Lucky Charms. Do you like Lucky Charms? No, not at all. Because we never had them. We always had Marshmallow Mateys. Never heard of it. It's Lucky Charms, but a pirate version by Maltomeo. 
What does the maybe have to do with? No, Malta meal. It was called marshmallow. Marshmallow meaties. Meaties, meaties, meaties. Okay, I got you. I got you. That makes more sense. All right. Any more on the Irish thing before I move on to the next topic? I don't know. Oh, I I got a topic that fits with both. I hate Colin Farrell. He's what not do you hate, Irish, what but do you he hate, plays a lot of Irish. No, he's Irish. He's he Irish. Irish. Yep, okay, he's so Irish. yeah, I hate Colin Farrell. So why do you hate Colin Farrell? No, it's just like I saw him in a movie lately. I just couldn't get behind his character at all. What movie? Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. What character was he in Saving Mr. Banks? Mr. Banks. He was the dad? Yeah. Don't look at me. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. The Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he plays the dad in all the flashbacks when the author is talking about the inspiration for Mary Poppins and whatnot. What uh, what did you think of his portrayal of Bullseye? No? Uh, uh. This episode's getting filed under the same... It's getting filed right under episode 55. No, it's not. Okay, here we go. Next topic. <laughs> yeah, this one's pretty bad. Next topic. The I'm film. sorry. He's the one that tried to mix hate with Irish people. What am I supposed to do? Next topic. Films that we hate. What are some of the films that you hate and reasons for hating them? Titanic. Okay, what are your reasons for it? I hate Titanic specifically because it came out right around when I was like 10 or 11. Okay. It was right around Thanksgiving. We was over at like one of my mom's friend's house. Okay. And they literally watched the damn thing like three times in a row because they like, we was there like spending the day like, oh yeah, yeah we'll put the movie on for you kids after we're done with this. We'd be watching it. Then uh, some other people would show up for what the dinner night. Like, oh, you guys got the Titanic? Can we, uh, Dude, you got some serial killer breathing going on again. Uh, like, oh, is that Titanic? Can we start it over? Oh. Yeah, and they started over like three freaking times. That movie's like three hours fucking long. But you can see boobies. I didn't because I was 11 years old. Hey, uh, go in the other room, kid. My brother ended up uh, almost busting a testicle because one of the other kids kicked him on the trampoline. What? Uh, okay. Because they were distracted with the movie. No, because he was just uh, the other kid was just a dick. I just kicked him in the nuts. Oh, that had what nothing that to do, do with yeah, the conversation. <laughs> that was like a it r- happened there, and then we had to stay there still because it, we was eating Thanksgiving dinner there. Okay, okay. Have you seen it since? Or do you no, still I've hate? I've never it? seen it just because of that reason. So the movie itself, you don't hate. It's the no. I hate the movie specifically because it exists during a point in my life when I wanted to watch cartoons. Well, Atlantically, that happens to be <laughs> the movie I took. Uh, my very first girlfriend on my very first date too. How'd it go? Uh, fine. Was it awkward when uh, there was boobs on screen? Uh, no, not terribly awkward. I always feel awkward sitting next to a girl when there's boobs on screen. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, you just waiting to burst out. So are those like yours? No, I need to stop going to the porn theater. <laughs> well, I was in like uh, in like the sixth grade, so it wasn't like didn't have all of my game down. Wait, like I said, my very first date. How old are you? Me? Uh, 33? The movie... No, he had been more in 6th grade. The movie came out in 99. No? Yeah, dude. He was born in And honestly, 99, that's a, if it is 99, then yeah, that'd be about right, 6th grade. Let me look at this. I graduated one. in 04. I can't do math. How old would I have been then? 97. You've been younger. Yeah, 6th grade. That's, that, I, know, I know it was 6th grade because, was, like I said, my very first girlfriend I took on a date How there. old was I in 97? I don't fucking, fucking know. know. Anyway, so... So he's doing the cheating thing been, where he's counting on his fingers. I would have been 13. 
Yeah, so like my dad uh, drove her and I out. That drove me to pick her up. Do you know there's a Titanic 2 that came out in 2010? That is not a sequel. Let me see. Oh, continue. I'll see what this is. Um, and yeah, it took us to the, the theater. Um, and then I think my sister and her girlfriends were there as well. <laughs> and uh, the, we did not sit together. We, uh, we sat, me and Amanda sat all the way in the front row. And uh, my sister, yeah, my my sister and her girlfriend sat all the way in the back, and uh, yeah, I don't even think like I held her hand or anything. Like it was was super awkward. And then uh, nobody touched the center armrest. No, mm -mm. nope. Then Dad drove me out to drop her off, and I got the best piece of dating advice ever from my dad: date a homeless person so you can drop them off wherever. No, oh, it was always God. always walk her to the door, oh, okay. and that has worked spectacularly. All right, Titanic two on the 2010 Titanic two on the 100th anniversary of the original voyage, a modern luxury liner christened christened Daniel, help me out here. What's this word? Christian, 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 no, Christian. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't say it now because you two have fucked it up so many times. Christ, christened, christened, Titanic two, christened, Titanic two follows the path of its namesake. But when a tsunami hurls an iceberg into the new ship's path, a tsunami dot, throws the dot, iceberg. Dot. This is never really a good sign. I, let, I thought there was no tsunamis on in the uh, Pacific Ocean. They were uh-huh. in the Atlantic Ocean. No, that's what I mean. I'm sorry, I messed up the joke. I thought there's yeah, tsunamis are only in the Pacific, and then uh, in the Atlantic there's not a tsunami. Anyway, this is never a really good sign unless you're an auteur. The director, Shane Van Dyke. Writer, Shane Van Dyke. Star, Shane Van Dyke. But somehow they got Bruce Davison. He was the uh, president or the president in the first X Men. Okay. All right. Uh, and then they got Brooke, Bur- Brooke Burns. Remember when she was something there for a while? Nope. And they got Shane Van Dyke's brother, Carrie Van Dyke, in it. Carrie Van Dyke? Yeah, I may have Maybe to watch his sister. Oh, I wonder if they're related to Dick Van Dyke. No, it's a guy. Carrie's a guy. Okay. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke is definitely a dude. I'm going to see if they're related to uh, Dick Van Dyke here. Is it important, though? Do you yeah. really need to know? Yeah, kind of. Hang on. Yeah. So I think for me, the least favorite movie I've ever seen, the one I hated the most was Drag Me to Hell. Ah, oh, that was bad. Why? What's your reason? Uh, I absolutely despised it. I thought all the characters were... Grandson dumb. of Dick Van Dyke. No! Son way. of Barry Van Dyke and Mary Carey Van Dyke. Uh, see if Dick Van Dyke's an ex- uh, producer on it then. Okay. All right. Producer I, means they put the money behind it, right? Okay. I'll I'll shut yes, up. I'll usually. shut up, Daniel. Go ahead. Yeah. Drag so me just to drag me to hell. I absolutely hated it. Like the characters, every single one of them was dumb and unlikable. It was just like a stupid, gross-out fest over and over again. The gypsy thing was like borderline insensitive and racist, and like there is nothing interesting about it. It's just how far can we go and how gross can we go with these marginally bad special effects and oh we've got this one girl and let's just 
see how much we can make her scream and uglify her through the entire movie. And it's like, it has got to be my least favorite movie I have ever, ever seen. Have you have you re-seen it at all? I have not watched it again since I watched it the first time. Okay, what what could they have changed? What do you think they could have changed so you would hate it less? Uh, or, or is it just pure hatred where you're like, take the movie to hell? Uh, yeah, I, ooh, I despise it. Um, I think they need to have redesigned the characters. So the main character, you don't feel bad for her because she's a bitch through the entire movie. Well, she just doesn't start out as a bitch. Yeah, it's she literally was, she. It, it's literally like I'm just doing my job here. Yeah, she was genuinely trying to help the gypsy out. When no, the no, bank. not like it's just like you've already messed up like seven times. It's not my fault. This is happening again. And it was entirely the woman's fault, but it, because she, it was like she was there, so she's the one getting fucking sent to hell because she happened to have the case. That's my biggest problem with it. It's just such blatant, just fucking torture of a person just because of, oh, circumstances say so. That's true. I mean, if, if it had been like, if she had been malicious to the gypsy, right. then like you go, at least it's justified like in like the Hellraiser movies. Um, like you don't feel, for me, you didn't feel a lot of sympathy for her though through like the entire show. It's just like, oh, all of this weird shit's happening. And then she just instantly went psycho and you're just like, okay. Like they just, they didn't do a good enough job personalizing her to me. So you didn't get any emotion from her. You didn't get the emotion that, like, yeah, the gypsy's like, yeah, screw her. Like, the entire movie felt like the director one time got an overdraft fee, and he's like, fuck the banks. You know who who it was? No. Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. That's the uh, same guy who did The Evil Dead. Yep. Okay. Yeah, not his best work. Evil Dead was was a lot better. Spider-Man 3 is not his best work. I would much rather watch Spider-Man 3 a hundred times before I watch Drag Me to Hell again. True. And the whole fucking yeah. thing, she mixes up the coin with the fucking button. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. And then, like, the talking goat, demon goat thing, was, and yeah. where she goes to the, the funeral and makes an ass out of herself, and the, the corpse vomits in her mouth. What are your guys' like, stance on Justin Long? He seems like a pretty cool guy. No idea who that is. The uh, he's, boyfriend. He was the boyfriend in the movie. He played. Uh, he was an accepted. Uh, he plays the quirky guy in a lot of movies. Yeah, he was in Jeepers Creepers. He was the goofball in Dodgeball. Yeah, the kid getting oh, okay. there nice and deep. Like he's yeah, a, he's a, he always does like a Matthew McConaughey impression. He's pretty good at it. To me, it really depends on like how he's being cast. But I don't hate him. But I'm not a like. I don't go out of my way to find his movies. He plays the the Brandon Ralph's boyfriend in Zack and Mira make a porno. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, he's in that one movie, uh, uh, Strange Wilderness. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's like uh, one an offshoot uh, production of Happy Madison. Doesn't have Adam Sandler in it, but it basically underneath underneath the same studio and all that. Is that with Dax Shepard's in it? Yeah, it's, he's the guy also played McGruber. They're looking for... No. No, okay. I was thinking of the one where they're looking for D.B. Cooper's gold. No, that's uh, Without a Power. Okay. All right. So this one is like uh, he's a failing nature documentary guy. 
and they're like, oh, we got the map to find Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Bring that up, if you would, because I, I kind of remember that. Okay, so we have Titanic. We have Drag Me to Hell. Any other things that just get your blood boiling? Um... I mean, there's tons of movies that I didn't that I saw that I just didn't care for, but none that I hated hated as much as that one. Um, okay, yeah, I saw that one. Uh, I've not seen it. I know of it. I've seen the picture for it. Yeah, it's got the um, knockoff Jonah Hill in it. Wait, is yeah, that's the knockoff Jonah Hill. I think. Who's the knockoff? That is Jonah Hill. Not Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so other films that really high up on my dislike list, and this is gonna this is gonna make me lose some points out there on the internet world. I hate Will Ferrell as an actor. Yes, me too. It's a good thing I, Snyder's not here. I cannot stand. Oh, I apologize. It is Jonah Hill. <laughs> I can't still stand Talladega Nights. I hated that movie. I actually saw that one in theaters. Uh, yeah. Um, I hated Anchorman. Yep. Um, like both of those were just god awful i don't i don't understand the draw it's like i'll just say something loud i'll say a i'll say a really dirty word loud and people will think i'm hilarious penis it's yeah. not about upstart comedy and actually thinking about it it's just like oh he's doing something funny look at the monkey dance it's just it's just something you can like fucking like relax and just watch some idiot doing stupid shit it's like the same reason why jackass is so popular because you're just watching <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know. Now, I'm with Daniel. I do not like Will Ferrell, but I do. I don't mind Will Ferrell if he's like a, a periphery character, like old school. Or yeah, there are plenty of movies where he's fine. Old school, he was fine. Um, I actually really liked him in Megamind. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I think he did a fantastic job voicing the the. I think the villain there. Megamind. Yeah, Megamind. The, uh, all everything must go. Never seen, uh, seen that one, yeah. Yeah, it's like it was betrayed as a comedy, but it's really pretty, kind of freaking depressing a little bit. Uh, it's sort of like, uh, sort of almost like an indie film in a way. Okay. He's like uh, off the wagon, alcoholic, loses his job, and all this other stuff, and his wife leaves him and can't get into the house. So he's just living on his fucking front yard for a few weeks. Now, I like, um, um, I like, I like, like the balls on him. Like he'll go out and he'll he'll like announce baseball games and he'll announce sporting events or he he put up his own money and did a whole movie in Spanish. Okay, that's pretty sweet. He, but because he's just like people ask him like why would you? He's like I don't know. I thought it would be funny. It made no money, but he's just like I did it. He goes I knew it wasn't gonna make money, but I thought it would be funny, so I did it. Yeah, like I can appreciate that. Like someone who really appreciates the craft, and from what I can tell, he's not like a super terrible person. Right. Just. I hate his movies. Yeah. Um, I think he, um, the, my favorite thing he's ever done is he did a combat, uh, um, um, a comedy, a stand-up comedy, uh, where he did the entire thing as an impression of George W. Bush. Oh uh, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah. And that was fantastic. I watched that like three times. I absolutely loved that one. That was so funny. All right. I went and got those terrorizers. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. According to businessinsider.com, the 19 movies that audiences have hated the most in the past 32 years. Oh, is is, is number one, 20 this episode of Damage Control? This, <laughs> this double, double the double digit lists. This episode, this website, I mean, came out last year. Okay, what's the website? 
Businessinsider.com. Businessinsider.com. The 19 right. movies that audience have hated the most in the past 32 years. Parentheses. There have only been 19 films to receive an F rating from Cinema Score. They didn't start logging since 1986. These are the 19 flicks. Okay. All right. All right. Give them Fs. 2017's Mother. Really? So audience hate the audience hate these movies, but here's the Rotten Tomato critic score: sixty nine percent. Yeah, because I watched Mother uh, earlier this year, and or well, I guess early, uh, a handful of months ago, and I loved Mother. I it, thought it was so artistic and gorgeous. That's the thing. They're not if. It's not absolutely explained right out in the front about certain things. People don't get it. If you can't draw your own conclusions, if you, the movie doesn't tell you what to think about it, and you're left to draw your own conclusions from it, I think that turns a lot of people off. I, I suppose so, but I, man, I watched it, and, like, it, it's an anxiety movie. Like, the it's 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 got to create a new genre. Like, it's not any other thing I can think of. It's just a cringe anxiety movie through a lot of it, but it's so artistic and at the end it's so powerful and gorgeous. I just, I can't believe that so many people hated it. Like I said, it's, if they have to think about it too much, like I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do an entire episode just dedicated to that one movie as soon as I saw it. You just like Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, she's great, but that was just... It was, it was incredible. I definitely disagree with this list. 2000, <laughs> 2006... There's one entry you're going to love. Okay. Uh, 2000, no, wait, that's the next list. 2016... Oh, Another the, list? Yeah, there's three. Oh, God. 2016's The Darkness with a Rotten Tomato score of 3%. Darkness. Oh, I don't know about that it's one. A, <coughs> excuse me. Up. Uh, and I got nuts in my mouth. Daniel, continue. <laughs> Sorry if my nuts are in Adam's mouth. Um, darkness, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Don't know anything much about it. And uh, I'm back. Okay, you sorry. You really should be choking on a topic where I can talk about something. <laughs> sorry, I was eating. Okay, anyway. You almost uh, died because of a granola bar. Yeah, I meant nuts from a granola bar. Sorry about that. Uh, the Darkness is about a family that goes like the Grand Canyon or Utah or some shit and wakes up a bunch of evil spirits. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, 2012's The Devil Inside with a critic Rotten Tomato score of 6%. Yeah, that one was not not the best one. Um, it didn't really have an ending. It felt kind of anticlimactic. Um, I enjoyed it enough for what it was, but yeah, it's not... Not unless you're really starving for demon possession movies. You can skip that one. Yeah, if you have to get the ending offline because like, hey, because that feels like yeah, it's interesting, but why do I have to put more work into this? Why aren't you just fucking give it to me? You gotta, you gotta hand it to him for at least trying something. Well, I yeah. think they couldn't finish the movie in time. Like, oh, just put up title card. We'll finish it in the month while it's actually in the theaters. Okay. Uh, 2012's Killing Them Softly with a critic Rotten Tomato score of 74%. That's the uh, Brad Pitt uh, gangster movie. It, it's... These these two fucking goofballs go in to rob a mob poker game, oh, and with with a, with a sawed off shoddy, but he like saws it off like literally at the 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 fucking like right where the barrel comes off the handle. So that's like a would it even work? Yeah, it worked in McClintock, like all the way back. 
Like you yeah, saw work, work for McClintock. I think the thing is, the further you uh, fucking saw it back, the closer the shots are together. So it's more like it becomes less no, of a no, scattergun. No, the other way around. The, 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 way yeah, around? the shorter the barrel, the longer the spread. Okay, that's why in, in, in McClintock they cut the the shotgun down to the bare minimum because the guy who's using it can't see shit. He can't hit anything with it. But so, John, I don't remember that in a John Wayne movie. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's McClintock. Anyway, it's, McClintock. Yeah. No, that's not McClintock. Is it not? Is it True Grit? No, it's it's one of the only John Wayne movies I've seen. The Rifleman. I if it's not I, McClintock, I you're not shouting names. Isn't going to help me out. Do they keep making the, fun uh, of the dude's hat? Maybe the 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 scene that I can remember is <laughs> there's a. Uh, Daniel. They're, they're practicing on a cactus, and they're trying to shoot a f- cactus flower, and that's when they cut the shotgun all the way back. And then when the dude shoots it, he shoots the flower, but then just annihilates the cactus too. Yeah, that'd, I mean, be, that'd be what I would have to do. I've got no idea. Yeah, I thought it was McClintock. I might have the wrong John Wayne uh, movie. Uh, McClintock uh, is it's more of a comedy. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. It was kind of yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, like literally, almost like a straight up comedy. Not like, uh, oh, it, like it's sort of like the Avengers now back then. And more more to do with Indians and stuff like that. Uh, next up is 2011 Silent House with a Rotten Tomato. El Dorado. El Dorado? Is it El Dorado? I think so. Okay. With a Rotten score of 43%, 2011 Silent House. And you guys see that? No. Okay. And the character's name is Mississippi. Yes, the character's name is Mississippi. Yeah. Is it El Dorado? Yeah, El Dorado. Oh, okay, okay. So th- this was uh, Scarlet Witch's first movie. It was meant to look... It was it was shot to look like it was one take. Okay. No? Okay. No, uh, so, no I didn't hear no. the title of the movie. The, uh, Silent House. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, this movie, this one I completely disagree with. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. 2009's The Box with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 44%. Yeah, that's the one where the, uh, the you push the button and you get like a billion dollars, but someone else dies. Somebody yeah, right? in the world dies. Yeah. That one had a real slow middle. Like, I love it, it. It started real good and it ended fine, but that middle was slow. It was it was a little rough. I but remember losing, it losing my attention. I kind of lost respect for James Martin. Or I, I don't really disrespect him or respect him. I'm neutral on him. But he kind of pissed me off because the, that movie is so personal to the director. And you can watch behind-the-scene footage where James Marsden's like 100 behind, 100% behind it. And he's really into this. And it's really, you know, he's like really putting forth a bunch of effort. And then it flopped in the box office. And then he goes on um, Chelsea lately to, to talk about his next movie. And he starts making fun of the movie, how stupid it was, how his experience was bad. And how it wasn't uh, that good of a movie. I'm like, you're on fucking Chelsea lately to talk about your new movie about a talking fucking Easter bunny. <laughs> so fuck off, Cyclops. <laughs> anyway. Well, is that, was that Hop? Hop, yeah. Okay. Okay, next one. Uh, 2008's Disaster Movie with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 1%. What's wrong with that movie? It's a classic. Uh, yeah. The scary movie... All the scary movie variants really dropped off after Scary Movie Three. I yeah. think I've seen I've, I've seen all the scary movies. I think Scary Movie Three 
still holds. I think Scary Movie 3 is hilarious. Okay. It, is, it is the what, what, best what, of the Scary Movies. Okay, Scary Movie 1 based the Haunting House on the... That's no, Scary Movie uh, 1's uh, Scream. Scary Movie 2, Haunting House, Hill of the Haunted House. Yes. House on the Haunting Hill. Yes. 3 was Signs? S- signs, yeah. Signs the and Ring. 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 Yeah. yeah, that one was... Those were the, the best then ones. It has my favorite fucking scene uh, ever is like... Uh, Who's the who's the uh, uh, black guy with the dreads? That was like it, it was like one of the characters like being Eminem in there. Oh, oh his, they uh, were making fun of Mackay Pfeiffer. It's uh, Anthony Anderson who who was in the scary movie. They were making fun yeah. of Mackay Pfeiffer's character in Eight Mile. Right, right. Like he's got this funny scene. They like go out like because aliens are surrounding him. Like he's got a shovel and he fucking cocks the fucking yeah, yeah, shovel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's so fucking. Stupid. Um, yeah, love scary movies. Without their heads, they're powerless. I think I've seen Date Movie. I know I've seen Date Movie, but I couldn't tell you a single thing on it. <laughs> I watched Epic Movie once because I was like cleaning my room and laundry at the same time. Kind of yeah, is Epic Movie the one where they start at the X Men Academy? No, that's more to do with. Oh, maybe. It's or or, or is that super? Uh, not another superhero movie. Oh, yeah, I don't know. They yeah, all because together. that one was terrible. Um. The Meet the Spartans was great. That one was real good. I kind okay. Maybe maybe it was Meet um, the Spartans. I, I don't remember one of them. Uh, Date movie like has one of my favorite uh, fucking scenes because they always have a thing like uh, the main chick characters get uh, like oh I gotta get the man back and she gets on the motorcycle and then it's it immediately stops and then it you the next scene while somebody's driving through they just use like a fucking bur- blurry uh, burly black guy. Oh yeah, that that is a great. I, I can't. That re- was great in that. I, I can't remember if it's a epic movie or disaster movie. That there's a guy, there's an actor from Quincy. He's been in a. He played uh, Sean William Scott. Who was Sean William Scott in American Pie? Stifler. He played Stifler's cousin in uh, American Band Camp. American Pie Band Camp. Okay. Uh, anyway, I went to high school with him. He was in one of them. He was in Epic Movie or Disaster Movie. I don't remember. Oh, that's cool. Neither one went very well. So. Yeah. Um, the, there was a Twilight variant one, too, that was pretty good. What was it called? Um, Vampires Suck. Vampires Bite. Oh, something yeah. Like that. It's got one of the stepbrothers in it. No, that's Cirque Delay, Vampires Assistant. Yeah, yeah. Not that one. Okay. Um, like, it has a joke you'd understand. Like this uh, Chinese delivery guy shows up, and a one guy throws him to the rest of the vampires to keep him busy while he runs away with Bella. And it's all like, okay, we gotta be quick. That's only gonna keep him uh, filled for like thirty minutes. <laughs> okay, next on the list. See, he laughed, and it, it goes along with That's his hate Asians. Yeah, I know. Right? Next on the list, uh, 2007's I Know Who Killed Me with a Rotten Tomato uh, critic score of seven percent. Oh, that's disappointing. That was supposed to be Lindsay Lohan's comeback movie after the cocaine and shit. Uh, see, that was one of the ones that I wanted to see that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I've seen it. It, It's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. 2006 Bug with a oh. Rotten Tomato uh, critic score of 61%. My uncle said he saw that, and he's like, that movie is fucking weird. Yeah, it's, it's about two people, uh, Michael Shannon, Zod, and Ashley Judd. Uh, they're they're trapped in this house and they're like they lock they lock themselves up in their house and they're like digging in their skin they're, they're, they think there's bugs crawling on them but no one can see them so are they just meth addicts or are there actual bugs crawling on them it, it's it's not a fast paced movie it's it's a movie you kind of have to sit and watch and it's not, it's a slow burn 
Hmm. Yeah. It sounds like a terrible premise. Okay. It's ba- it, well, it's based on like a two two person play, like an off Broadway play that was pretty pretty popular at the time. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think the idea was behind it. They was tweaking really bad, and, and that's the reason they thought there was bugs. Well, no, they leave it. They they leave it up to. They give you enough evidence that, that, that it could go that could go either way. Apparently, he believes they're drug addicts. So. Okay. There's tweaking. Okay. 2006, The Wicker Man, with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 15%. I saw this movie in the theater. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, I'm just going to go with I saw this movie in the theater. <laughs> I, I will say that I have a copy of it at home. I did not buy it. I have the original The Wicker Man, but... Not the bees! Yeah, I uh, my that was one of the few movies that I donated to by my folks. My folks uh, bought it blind, didn't know anything about it. Just went, oh, Nick Cage. I like Nick Cage horror movie. I like horror movies. Whoa! So they gave it. They're mean parents. Yeah, they watched it. Absolutely hated it, and they're like, "We're gonna throw this away. Do you want it?" And I said, oh, "Sure." Oh, okay, I got it. I got that and History of Violence and Kingdom of Heaven. From the History them. of Violence is awesome. They didn't like that. They did not. They didn't what like that at Kingdom all. Kingdom of Heaven. I haven't seen it yet. That's you Orlando. Really it, seen it? Yeah, it's on my. That's it's Orlando on my Bloom, shelf. right? Orlando Bloom, the the Crusade movie. King yeah, King yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I feel yeah, that was a pretty powerful movie. I feel bad for uh, Nick Cage because he did this movie because he was friends with uh, Johnny Ramone, and Johnny Ramone was dying, and it was The Wicker Man was Johnny Ramone's favorite movie, and he's like, hey. Can you remake this movie? Remake this movie, and so he did in honor of Johnny. And then Johnny Ramone, I think, passed away before the movie came, which is probably for the best. But mm-hmm. he passed away before the movie came out. But Nick Cage only did it to to like attribute to. Oh, that's nice, Nick. That and he tax invasion needs all the fucking money he can get. <laughs> uh, this one I want to ask you guys about because you're video gamers. Uh, 2005, uh, Alone in the Dark, with a Rotten Tomato score of one percent critic. Alone in the Dark. What's that? Have you played a video game? I have. Okay. Uh, my family and I played Alone in the Dark one, two. I think just one and two. I don't think we played three. Okay. It nothing like the movie. So it's that bad. Uh, literally the name only. That bad. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the game. Okay. So the the game, um, you play a, a like a journalist, and you go to this haunted mansion to talk to the owner and i think you're i want to say your niece or something like went there to talk to him and then she went missing so you go there to talk to him and find out what happened to your niece and the 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 mansion's haunted so like there's these these kind of bat demons that attack you and then there's ghosts you have to fight and it's a great like if you played the original resident evil games it's very similar to that in like the camera style and the puzzles you have to solve. Like there's um, the one I always remember is the one that's very beginning. You walk into the attic and that's where you start your, your the game. And this thing crashes through the window and it's a boss. And if you don't, you you cannot kill it. Okay. It's impossible to kill. It's got so much health and you're so poorly equipped you cannot kill it. The only thing you can do is when the game starts, you have to run over to a dresser and push it in front of the uh, the window before it crashes through, so that it doesn't crash into the attic. That's how you beat the boss. So how did you? How, how many times did you have to do before you figured that out? Uh, I died twenty sometimes, and I gave up on the game. And then my dad figured it out on like death five or six, and then I did it and could just keep feeling the game. 
But the bat demons, they're in the movie, right? Yes. But you, again, they only see them like once. There, there's twice. some sort of like black ops supernatural team in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's terrible. But it's one of, one of the first games that I can ever think of that it, like they actually paid attention to like physics. So like one of the things you do is you, you end up getting a shotgun, you get a revolver, and you have to go like jump through the water because the basement's flooded. And when you do that, it ruins all your shotgun ammo. Oh, right on. But it, because the shotgun ammo is exposed, it gets the gunpowder wet, and you can't use the shotgun ammo anymore. Can you dry shotgun ammo out? No. It just oh. ruins it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean in real life. Can you dry Oh, it? I have no idea. Oh, I would okay. assume not. Okay. Uh, next on the list is 2005's Wolf Creek with a Rotten Tomato score of a uh, critic score of 52%. Mm-hmm. No? Wolf Creek? No? Cody? I think I know the br- basic premise behind that. Like, family moves in. Killer uh, no. killer. No. no. It's about like a, like a serial killer. It's I think I think it's a true true serial killer in Australia, um, like a like a really mean crocodile Dundee type guy. All right. Uh, next on the list is in the 2003s in the cut with a Rotten Tomato score of 34 percent. Okay. Uh, this one I like. Uh, 2002s Fear.com with a Rotten Tomato score of three uh, percent. Fear.com, you like that? Oh, one? I love it. Stephen Dorff. Yeah, I like the imagery. Okay. Now, granted, I don't think I've seen it, but it's always been one of those movies that I've picked up, looked at, and went, man, there are ideas, and put back. One, one, it's uh, it's pretty much copying one of my favorite movies of all time, Seven. It's just a Seven ripoff. Okay. Uh, it's a cop procedural, which you know I like, and it's about ghosts and demons and stuff. So. Okay. So, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Uh, 2002 Solaris with a Rotten Tomato critic score of 63%. No, or sixty six percent. I'm sorry. Two thousands. Doctor T and the Women. Rotten Tomato score. Is that a documentary? No, it's about Richard Gere plays a gynecologist uh, named Doctor T from Texas, and uh, his wife dies, and then he ends up dating one of his uh, clients. Patients. Yeah. I don't don't know what I was doing there. Two thousands. Lost Souls with a Rotten Tomato critic score of seven percent. That's that, that's that Winona Ryder supernatural flick? No? Okay. There's a lot of horror and ghost movies on this list. Yeah. I've never seen that. Uh, 2000's Lucky Numbers with a Rotten Tomato score of 22%, critic score. That's the one where John Travolta plays the weatherman and he ends up uh, sabotaging the lottery so he can win. Yeah. Huh. Okay, because he gets down on his luck because he's like, oh, I'm doing good in life, doing good in life. And then it just all goes south. And then he works with the ball girl to fucking wreck the lottery. Yes, yeah. Okay, I've never seen this movie, but I remember when I was a kid seeing these fucking previews everywhere. I just They were ev- fucking everywhere. I've never seen the movie. Uh, 1999's Eye of the Beholder with a Rotten Tomato score of 9%. Uh, Ewan McGregor, from memory, Ewan McGregor is like a private eye or or something, and she's, and he's, uh, uh, he's, he's watching this woman and who's being stalked and ends up falling in love with the stalker. Okay. All right. That's weird. Now, we're going to flip the script, yeah? Okay. According to culturetrip.com, our last list, 21 films that audiences loved but critics hated. Okay. What was that look for? Nothing. What was that look for? Nothing. Go right ahead. What was that look for? It's episode 58. 
A list of 53 items. Yes. All right. All right. 21 films that audience love but critics hated. Passengers, 2016's Passengers. Another Jennifer Lawrence flick. Do you think she's good looking? I, I think so, yeah. Have you yeah, seen her? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she's pretty attractive. Um, seen her naked? No. It's on the internet. Uh, Illegally. The Fappening. Hello. Yeah. Uh, I have more respect for women than that, Adam. You should know that. You send me those photos all the time. I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. 2003. <laughs> what would you do it on Google? Uh, 2003's Open Range. What? I'm looking at you because it seems like that seems like a movie you like. Audience uh, loved it. Yeah, I love it. it. You're an audience. You're not a critic. Why did the critics hate it? I don't, I don't know. 2003's House Oh, that could be basically an Irish movie because the main villain is actually Irish in that. Okay. Uh, 2003's House of Sand and Fog. Yeah, skip it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I've seen this movie. I don't know how I stand on it. 2013's The Lone Ranger. It's, uh... It's fun. It's fun, but people were, like, expecting it to be the next... They was expecting it to be the next Pirates Caribbean just because they had Johnny Depp in it. Right. And I watch it, like, I get a laugh every now and then, but it's, like, one of those ones... Hey, there's a reason it's not a franchise. Okay. Anymore. Uh, 2013 Stoker. Okay. Uh, this one tickled my funny bone that it's filmed that audiences loved. 2015's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice that audience loved, Daniel. I, I can't even imagine that someone yeah, stupid enough to like that movie. Uh, dude, you do a podcast with them every Sunday. Not willingly. Remember, we have a contract. Oh, that's right. Uh, 2002's Die Another Day. That's the James Bond movie with Halle Berry and Madonna's theme song. Okay. Okay. Is that is that a 2011? 2002. Yeah, that was Pierce's last movie, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the one with the invisible car and the ice hotel. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it had like the terrible wave CGI. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't you can't scale water. Have you found the picture yet, Daniel? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you fucking liar. Uh, 2003's Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. That was, yeah, that's like major. Wait, which one's Curse of the Black Pearl? First one. The very first one. I love. Oh, yeah. I, I love Curse of the Black Pearl. I thought well, Captain I, Jack Sparrow was an amazing character in that movie, and then he slowly well, I, became. What was the critics thing behind it? Because they've like made seven movies off a movie that critics hated. It, what did it say? It said something, uh, just a ridiculous diabetic sugary premise with no substance, something like that. Oh, shit. Uh, 2003's Big Fish. I've always wanted to see it, but I haven't seen it. It's it's odd. Yeah. I, I've seen it. It's, it's a very weird... Uh, it's got a weird moral. Yeah. What's the moral? Uh... Don't be in a Tim Burton movie unless you're Johnny Depp. No, it's just because something's fake doesn't mean it's bad. Oh, in a sense, I—that's the closest thing. It's about a guy who's his dad has told him these fucking tall tales his entire life, right? And then as you come to find out, your parents sometimes lie to you, and his dad lied a lot to him. Right, but it was mostly just because he never actually just told the straight truth. It was just. I'll he, I'll send you the pics, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like he it's he his dad sugarcoated a lot of stuff with fantastical tales. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, but I mean, the thing with the uh, with that is that he thinks his dad's lying through the entire time, and then in the end, it's like, it, no, there's a lot of these were true, or at least based in truth. Yeah, like he tells the story about like how he met a twenty foot giant, but it's actually just like a seven foot guy. Okay. Like yeah. he met uh, twins overseas, and he made them like more interesting because they was conjoined twins and they were singers, but, but it was actually two separate. Just don't two dads kind of do that? Kinda. Yeah. But his like his dad like did it forever. It's just he never grew time. out of the phase. It's not like he always mm-hmm. told the stories even when the kid guy was like eighteen and stuff. Like, Dad, I know that's not fucking true. Okay. All right. Uh, next on the list is two thousand four's The Terminal. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Really? That's like based on a true story. Yeah. Okay. Um yep, the Wachowski. That's a Tom Hanks movie. Uh the Wachowski sisters, uh two thousand twelve Cloud Atlas. I've never seen that. I heard it's it's weird. It's on my list. That's Again, I never Tom saw Hanks it. Movie. Did you watch Jupiter Ascending? Yes, I did. Really? Should I watch it? Um, Is it something I like? It's it's popcorn TV. Okay. Um, there's a great bureaucracy scene um, where like they're trying to get something. I want to say they're trying to get like into the space station because of customs, and like they keep having to be like. Oh, go to floor thirty-seven, and you get to floor thirty-seven. Well, do you have the form from floor fifty-four? And they they just keep getting bounced around for hours, and they're like this little helpful robot that slowly, slowly gets more and more cynical. What was better, Jupiter Ascending or Valerian? Um, I think I liked uh, Jupiter Ascending better than Valerian, but Valerian wasn't bad. Again, it's, I mean, for sci-fi movie, it's fine. Okay. Uh, 2003, The Dreamers. It's about it's a foreign flick with three. If you say in foreign, skip it. It's about three barely legal kids who are naked through most of the movie. Skip it. Uh, yeah, no, they were legal, but they were barely legal. What movie is this? The Dreamers. Dreamers. Okay. Why are you getting on Google so fast? Andy? I'm not. Uh, 2005's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, okay. Okay, the premise behind that is so, like, I know, like, yeah, there's secret super agents and whatnot. Uh, they just ended up falling in love with each other? What? No, no, no. They fell in They fell in love because they were supposed to be spying. They were supposed to be keeping an eye on each other. No, no, no. Like, they didn't know that the other, each other were spies. Really? Entire, Not sure? Yeah, I've seen the movie. The entire premise, like, they accidentally meet... And they keep meeting sort of accidentally because they're both working at the same time and they fall in love like that. Like, yeah, my husband said that. And then they find out that each other's a spy and they think, oh, crap, he was sent here to kill me. She was sent here to kill me. And that's what causes the whole kerfuffle. I think you just don't love love. No, that's the whole entire thing is like they find love even with all the bullshit. All right. Uh, this one I wanted to like. I didn't hate it. I was just kind of like right down the middle on it. Uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, 2017, with Sons of Anarchy. Dude from Sons of Anarchy. The Guy Ritchie, King Arthur movie. Hmm, I don't think I saw that I version saw of that one. All right. And then there's the realistic take on King Arthur called 2004's King Arthur. Yeah, that one was interesting. I yeah. like the idea behind it. Kira Knightley has no boobs. Have you noticed that? Is that the one where Guinevere's the archer, right? Yeah. Like the super great archer. She's got that really and, tight thing. Oh, she's and got, like, no like, boobs. They never say his name, but he's just like a fucking wildling dude. Mer- supposed to be. No, they say Merlin. They do? Yeah, he's a wild man in the woods. Like, there's that There's that one scene, the powerful thing, where he's the guy with the one knights on the, the one uh, guys on the ice, and he's like. Yeah, yeah. Shh. 
And then, uh, isn't Mr. Fantastic... Uh, no, Clive Owen. He's Arthur. And the dude from Hannibal, the TV show, I think he's Sir Lancelot. Uh, 2004's Troy. Yeah, that one's awful. Right. That one, I hated that one. I'm right down the middle now, too. sticking too much to the original towel. I, I know, well, yes and no. Like, none of the characters are right. right. Literally none. Like, right. Achilles... You just wanted to die from moment one. You couldn't get behind Paris or Hector. They were both boring as fuck. Agamemnon was a terrible leader. Like Odysseus, was he even in that movie? Sean Bean. Okay, he was terrible. Like it was. He probably just... dies in the sequel. No, he doesn't. Odysseus doesn't die. <laughs> I mean, is well, eventually, I guess he does. That one was just absolutely god awful. Okay. All right. Okay, for being a standalone thing, I liked it. Okay. If you're going off the historical fact, well, the fucking, what it's supposed to be based on, yes, I can agree with you. I mean, honestly, that episode of Game of Thrones that I watched for uh, uh, here we Thrones go, and Scones. Have you ever been on another podcast? I haven't. Listen to this yes, guy. James got a pod. No, uh, I've never been on someone else's podcast. Listen to this guy. Listen yeah. to this guy. So the episode that I reviewed was a better story telling of the Battle of Troy. Did you plug thing. our show? Yeah. Of course I did. I better. You have to listen on the it game hasn't the come Thrones out yet. and Scones episode. I'm going to you can find it on all platforms at thronesandscones.com. You know how he promotes other people's podcasts better than ours? Okay, I'm not getting in between you guys. <laughs> okay. anyway. You can have your bitch fest later. Okay, uh, next on the list is 2003's Love Actually. I don't, I don't think I've seen that one. That surprises me, actually. I, that, that's that's the one of the movie? Uh, it's the, one of those a bunch of love short stories. Um, oh, but that okay. surprised me because it's, it's on my list of, of good romantic comedies that you can sit and watch. Like, and, and I think every single guy needs to have a list of romantic comedies they can sit and watch. I love Mean Girls. Yeah, just to sit on your shelf. I'm like, oh yeah, I love that movie. You well, want to watch it together and cuddle? Well, there are there are, there are certain movies that you just leave on the shelf to show how sensitive you are, like The Notebook, which is on my shelf. But there are uh, ones, Wizard of Oz, Mamma Mia. Yeah, the ones that you put on the shelf so you can watch them as well. Okay, uh, mine's Bill and Ted. My sensitive movies. No, okay, yeah, yeah, it works on P- Ladies Born in the '80s. So. Uh, 2016's Collateral Beauty. Nope, no, skip it. Uh, 2004 Starsky and Hutch. The mm, yeah, most of those 80s shows remakes were god awful. Yeah, that was just because they had a black haired guy and a blonde haired guy that wanted to do a movie together. Stiller and Wilson. Yeah, uh, this one I loved. I don't. I'm not sure why. Well, I mean, I guess I know why critics hated it. Uh, 2005's Constantine. Hmm. Yeah, I can see why people didn't like that one. That's pretty. I dig it. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Hellblazer, so it was kind of rough. As much, and I'm a huge fan of Keanu Reeves, so it was kind of rough to see Constantine seen that way. But once I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, definitely Constantine. Yeah, I, yeah, that was actually my first introduction to the character Constantine yeah. when it first came out, and I I really really enjoyed the movie until I found out the source material, yeah. and then now that I know uh, who John Constantine is, the source material like the movie's kind of soured on me. Okay, all right. Uh, and then finally, uh, Daniel will agree with this one, 2016's Warcraft. Audience loved it, but critics hated it. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. I Warcraft still want was, to see that. It was beautiful. It was, it was was The CGI was fantastic. They did a good job retelling the story of the Warcraft games. Um, if 
I remember correctly, it's the Bridges uh, Warcraft 2 and 3, I believe, is where that falls into the storyline. So, um, yeah. I've always wanted to play a game like Warcraft, but I never have the accessibility to it. Yeah, the Warcraft games themselves, I grew up playing Warcraft 1, 2, and 3. Um, some of my favorite summer moment, childhood moments are playing the different levels and like late at night. Uh, World of Warcraft, I played through actually only just recently uh, in the last year or so did I play through World of Warcraft. Actually. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, closing thoughts on episode 58, The Luck of the Hate. Return of the 55. <laughs> the, the sequel to the 55. Yeah. Uh, episode 58, The Lists. It does. Well, you all didn't give me a list of movies that you hated. You all gave me one each. All right. Yeah, no, we because it was your homework. turn. We didn't know your turn was 29, 39 fucking I, I items long. I don't hate movies. Uh, okay, Shit. another movie that I hate. Yeah, give me another movie you hate. Oops, uh, sorry. High School Musical. Zach Efron. Yeah. What's the other chick? Vanessa Hudgens. She's naked on the internet, too. Everyone's naked on the internet. Yeah, like... That's Again, it's the same thing with Titanic. Uh, it happened right when my sister was really into musicals. Yeah. So it literally, she'd play that over and over and over and over. Again, I know almost every word of songs in that movie. Go. No. Song one, go. I'm not going to. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, I, I suppose I should probably, I've made my disdain for the movie clear. I don't know if I'd say hate, but Spider-Man Homecoming um, yeah, well, yeah, I very much dislike Spider-Man Homecoming. Say it one more time, because I forgot what your reasons were. I don't like how they, they wrote Peter Parker. So Peter Parker in Civil War was competent and cool and was, was Spider-Man. And in Homecoming, it was just slapstick bullshit. He doesn't know how to control his powers. He doesn't know how to do anything. And he's just falling over himself left and right, even though he has this cool suit now. And the only competence he has comes from the damn onboard computer. So that whole movie takes place after Civil War. Yes, the whole movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the uh, have you not seen Homecoming? No. Okay. The the very opening um, is a Marvel podcast. You not see every single Marvel movie. I'm a poser. Plus, I'm a DC fan. Hipster. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the uh, the uh, the the opening of the um, movie um, is him like shooting a selfie at the Civil War airport fight. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. How's uh, that not time about? What? Okay, is that I, the reason I, you hated it? No, no, that that's showing that's after the okay. yeah, yeah, yeah after okay. the events of Civil War, the American Civil War. Gotcha. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Also, yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay, never mind. You got me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a Spider-Man I want to see. Civil War Spider-Man. That'd be cool. You think he'd be Confederate Union? Uh, he'd be Union. Oh, yeah. But Kingpin would be Confederate. That'd be pretty sweet. What would Black Panther be? What? Union? Yeah, Union. Uh, dark joke. Okay. Or we go with the opposite, and he'd actually be Confederate, because there were black people serving in the Confederate Army. Because they were forced to. No. What are your sources on that one? It's very convoluted, but yeah, I've heard a story about it. It was basically like, uh, we're in need of men. We promise you your freedom if you serve. 
Hmm. So they were tricked into it. Well, they ended up free either way, so. I guess that's one way to look at it. Okay. There's like literally, like this is literally a thing. I'm not making this up. I, I, whatever. I you. Okay. Uh, post-pod trivia. All right. Okay. <laughs> All. Ooh, ouch. All questions relate to flicks that are universally hated, whether by audiences or critics. Okay. Okay. Internet. In the last seven years, eight years. 17, 75. Years. Let's go 20. Let's go 20. Jesus. Okay. I am. You gentle listener, I am so sorry for this episode. There's no one listening to this episode. Cody no, Mom they turned off at the off. list one. Yeah. yeah, Mom's going through some times right now, so oh. she won't be listening for a while. Internet Movie Database Aww, Cookbook. Mom. Internet Movie Database Cookbook. Recipe for hate! Exclamation point. Here we go. Take a bowl of the Sheriff from Gunsmoke. Add two warm machines while stirring in the bank employee with a smoke grenade shoved in his mouth from the Joker, and a dash of the animated voice of Spawn, then smear it on top of two slices of Robot Man and his and the Hispanic friend from Ant Man. The mummy. No. It's got Don Cheadle and Will Arnett. No, the, Will um, Arnett. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, no, Gunsmoke. The sheriff from Gunsmoke. Will Arnett. No, uh, Will, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett's from SNL. Sorry. But what character? Did, what's the name of the character? I thought it was Burt Reynolds. That was the. Matt Dillon. Hmm. Matt Dillon. Take a bowl of the sheriff from Gunsmoke. Matt Dillon. Add two war machines. Don Cheadle, Cuba Gooding Jr. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, you're right. Terrence S- Howard. While stirring in the bank employee with a smoke grenade shoved in his mouth from the Joker. I don't know his name. Mm-mm. William Fickner. All right. Add a dash to the animated voice of Spawn. I don't know that either. Keith David. If you haven't noticed, the uh, uh, Tyler's the one that's best at these uh, then, then smear, cookbook things. Then smear it on top of two slices of Robot Man. So I don't even know who Robot so, Man is. Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. which is Brendan Fraser. And and the Hispanic friend from Ant Man. Okay. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's Crash. The fuck is Crash? It's that racist movie that came out. Sandra Bullock. Oh, you fuckers. I'm yeah. being fucking honest with you. We're, we're not like doing this as a deadpan joke. We have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> Next one. A hateful sandwich. Okay. A hateful sandwich. For bread, use NBC's The Slap. Then add a slice of ER. Then melt a slice of NCIS Los Angeles. And smear a dab of brace face, and finally top it with another slice of bread from Empire. Okay, so you're just how many the fucking names of the shows? Yeah, how how many episodes of all of those shows combined do you think I've seen? I've seen zero of all of them. Same here. I've seen a couple episodes of Braceface, the animated series. Who voices Braceface? I don't know, because it was an animated <laughs> series, and I didn't fucking care about Alicia it. Alicia Silverstone. In Alicia was, Silverstone. In fact, it was called Alicia Silverstone's Braceface. Okay, so go from there. Alicia Silverstone's Braceface. Who was in ER? I don't know. George Clooney? George Clooney, Alicia Silverstone. Okay. okay. You're talking about the movie? 
So we got two actors. No, no, he was he was in the TV show. There's two movies. That's where we got to start. Really? Yeah. Well, no, he got to start way before that. Two movies. Then we got two actors in this movie. It's a universally hated movie. Who's in NCIS Los Angeles? I don't know. Hello, uh, Cool J. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell played. You keep doing what that movie, like I know what you're talking what, about. What movie with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone? Give me a no. NBC's a slap. Had Uma Thurman. What is Kill Bill? Uma Thurman played what with George Clooney? Oh Jesus Christ, Adam! Batman and Robin for fuck's sake! Jesus. Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy. George Clooney was Batman. Chris O'Donnell was Robin. Brace face, Alicia Silverstone, Batgirl, Vivica Fox's Empire. For fuck's sake, you guys suck. You didn't throw Arnold in there. We could have gotten immediately. He's not on a TV show. You could have just said. I'm glad there's only two more of these. Okay, so are we. Next, okay, this one's going to be even. Start on an episode someplace. This one just use that. This one's going to be even worse. Next time you're at a bar, ask. For this hate-filled drink, a pint of the Ridge Aquaman. Add one thumb of the sheriff's brother, one thumb of the original Betty Ross's brother. Pour it all into an elongated man, the animated voice, necked glass, or just ask for the douche turtle. That's the name of the. That's that. Easily? That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I'm walking out the name, right the now. The name of the drink is called the Douche Turtle. Okay, listen. Tyler, if you're listening to this, save us. Okay, listen. For the love of God. Let's break this down. Let's break this down. The Ridge Aquaman. Who do we know has played the Aquaman in various. Jason Momoa. That's the only J- Aquaman I know. The Ridge before Jason Momoa. So, the one from Smallville? The Ridge, even before Smallville. There was a, another Aquaman before Smallville? Like Super Friends voice? No, it was live action. It was live action. The Ridge. You, you Just saying the same thing over doesn't make the answer any more clear. Okay, we'll skip that part. Add one thumb of the sheriff's brother. Who was the sheriff from an earlier question? Oh. Uh, uh, no, what, who did Will Arness play? Uh, fuck. Dylan no. whatever? Uh, Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon. Who's Matt Dillon's yeah. brother? Joe Dillon. No. John Dillon? Kevin Dillon. I was so close. Who was the original Betty Ross? Betty from, Ross? From the first Hulk, uh, Hulk movie. Oh, the one done by that Japanese dude? The very first, like the Lou Ferrigno Hulk TV series? No, no, no. no. The, the first movie with Eric Bana. Jennifer Connelly was <laughs> Betty Ross. Who's, Be- who's Jennifer Connelly's brother? John Connelly? Kevin Connolly. <laughs> so so close. Okay. Who's the so you got Kevin Connolly, you got Kevin Dillon. How do you not get it from the, those two? The movie of the Kevins. Who was the original movie man? Kevin? It's Entourage. Adrian Grenier. Oh, oh was so close. Adrian Grenier. I've never seen Entourage. I know no of those people you said their names. I haven't seen it either, but everyone no, you're scraping the shit out of that movie. I yes, because yeah. I want it to be your thrill. Everyone knows it. <laughs> I know they don't because yeah. I didn't have HBO growing up as a kid. I haven't either. I've never seen a single episode. Me either. I've not even seen the promos for it. Oh, fuck's sake! 
I'm being serious, Adam. I don't know what you okay. want me to do. Last one. Oh, God. Anyway, the elongated man, the animated voice, that was uh, Jeremy Piven in The Douche Turtle. I uh, don't know who Jeremy Jerry Piven is. Jerry Fr- oh, for fuck's sake. I'm being serious. Douche Turtle? Who the hell names anything a douche turtle? Well, Jerry Farr's character in Entourage is called Turtle, and they're all douchebags. Okay. Oh. The last one, a hate-filled casserole. A hate-filled casserole. Throw in... Um, uh, Enough Adam Tipton browned, uh, season it with episode 58. Very, we're, we're very close, very close to that. In a big old pot, stir in a black snake moan, a Samuel Jackson, a the black mask, a man in black, a black swan, and a black pearl. Heat to 475 degrees Johnny for 48 Depp. minutes. Johnny Depp, Depp Samuel black Jackson, uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, uh, from Black Swan? Yes. Right? Okay. All right. Uh, Black Mask. Uh, Thor? Black Mask. I'll give you a hint. You're, you're not right with Johnny Depp. Jeffrey oh, Rush. Uh, Orlando Bloom? Who are, your other, who are your other two? Samuel Jackson. Okay. For Black Snake Moan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie Portman for Black Swan. Okay. Put those two together, then you'll get the other ones. Well, that's why I thought Thor, because... Wait, no, Samuel L. Jackson isn't in Thor. Hey, well, motherfucker, he you can't use Google. It's better than this garbage that we're going through right now. I'll, I'll, th- I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, uh, what's the chick's name from... From uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Yes, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Samuel Jackson. Was the other one? A man in black and the black mask. Man in black. So it's either Will Smith, nope. which is not, which is Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Nope. Uh, Walking Phoenix. Rip, rip, nope. rip Hunter? Not Rip Hunter. Rip. Rip Torn? Rip Torn. Nope. Uh, the man in black wears international suit. Ooh, that, that dead air, that sweet dead air as Cody and I literally die Liam on the Neeson? podcast. Liam Neeson. Okay. So come on, how do you not put it together from those guys? Samuel Jackson, Kira Knightley, uh, Natalie Portman, Liam Neeson. Well, you should know who the other one is. Black Mask. What the fuck in the Black Mask? Oh my God, these people. These Expendables? Are- I don't know. I don't fucking know. Okay. Black Snake Bones, Samuel Jackson. Black Mass is Ewan McGregor. Man in Black is Liam Neeson. Black Swan is Natalie Portman. Black Pearl is Kira Knightley. Bake that. Bake all those actors together. You get what uh, hated movie? Oh, my God. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. What? Liam Neeson is Qui-Gon Jinn. Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Natalie Portman is... Uh, princess whatever the fuck and uh, or Queen Amidala and Kira Knightley is Queen Amidala's uh, double that's Kira Knightley yeah She's she wasn't even a starring fucking role ow how did you right. guys and Samuel, this... and Samuel Jackson is uh, Mace Windu dropping the mic okay you guys sucked at that one okay yeah. Here. Here yeah. Go. Tyler's the one that answers all these questions 
We throw at the random actors that we might know from the movies, and Tyler's the one that always puts hey, them together. Hey, that's loud. Okay, moving on to news real quick. Moving on to news. Uh, Ralph Feeney's interested in playing Alfred Pennyworth in The Batman. Awesome. We have the next one. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. I yeah, think he could do a good job. Yeah, he's old. He's British looking. Yeah, he'll make a great Alfred. <laughs> you don't think Jeremy? You guys didn't like Jeremy Irons? No, I like he him. Was I, just, I think he's going to do other stuff. That's I all. think he was well. M- Michael Caine was way better as. No. I want the original Alfred. I like though, Michael Caine so. a lot as Alfred. I want the original Alfred. I know we can't have him, but if we could, like Batman sixty six Alfred? No, uh, uh, Tim Michael Go. Tim Burton. Michael Gow. Oh, okay. He was a good Alfred too. He was a yeah. real good Alfred. I know he like. I, I like that idea. I would like to see him have actually kicked ass. Mm-hmm. I think that would have happened. He's I still think dead. Michael Caine was my favorite. I know. That's Alfred. why I say it's sad that we can't have him. Captain Marvel, Captain, sorry, Captain Marvel tops 760 million worldwide. For a second week in a row, Disney and Marvel's Captain Marvel topped the weekend box office, as is now posted over 760 million worldwide. You two have seen it. Yes. What do you guys think? I liked it. Yeah, good movie. Um, I liked most of it. I liked about 90 percent of it. Very, very little that I not want to enjoy. It's I get, not I, like I feel like I have to see Marvel movie, but it is enjoyable. It's Ke- not like one of those ones why they fucking make this. Kevin Feige has stated that she's going to be the new uh, center of the Mar- of the MCU. So I guess either Tony Stark's Ooh. dying or they're just going to like push him off to the side or something. Well, that I don't like. I don't think she's mainstay enough to be the center. That's what Kevin Feige yeah, said. Yeah, because one of the things for me is that Brie Larson seemed didn't seem to really fit as Captain Marvel. I mean, she's got the look, but she doesn't have like the the voice or the attitude for Captain Marvel from Captain Marvel. Now, maybe I'll change my mind when Endgame hits. But, yeah, but yeah, but did Robert Downey Jr. hit it out of the park in Iron Man? Yes. Oh, he did. Okay. He was absolutely perfect as Tony Stark. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, good after credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Both of them were fantastic. Okay. All right. I think uh, we was thinking of two different the two different ones. Like I was thinking about the last one. You was thinking about the first one. Well, they were still both great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> birthdays today. Uh, Kurt Russell. Awesome. Do you guys know who Kurt Russell is? No. Who? Uh, What's he been in? Why don't you have a list for that? The Thing. (laughs) Overboard. (laughs) Uh, White Herb. No, wait. That was Kevin Costner. Uh, Tombstone. That was Kevin Costner, too, I think. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Brittany Daniels. Birthdays today. Have you guys seen Club Dread? She's the hottie from Club Dread. No. Uh, Mark Boone Jr. He's the the big dude from Thirty Days a Night that has the machine with the. I like him a lot. Happy birthday! Yep. Yeah. Uh, none of you guys know who this is, but uh, he's an old uh, exploitation film star that I like. Rudy Ray Moore. He was Dolomite. I liked him. You do. You don't even know who he is. No, Cody. I'm serious. He's like one of my favorite actors. I have a poster of him in my bedroom. What does he look like? Oh, he's so fucking magnificent. Oh, he helped huh. me finish so often. You guys probably like this dude's music. Uh, Billy Corgan. Yes, happy birthday, Billy. What's your favorite Billy Corgan song? Um, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm blanking on the name of it. I knew it. Uh, I knew you didn't. You don't even know who he is. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, fuck. Okay, I thought um, you were trying to fake me out. No, I actually know that one. I just can't think of it. Like, there's only like three songs of his that I really like. Cherub Rock. Uh, Cherub Rock's fine. Yeah, I don't mind Cherub Rock. Tonight, Tonight? No. 
1979 or something like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Nineteen eighty-five. No, the Rat in the Cage song. Bull, bullet, butterfly wings. Yes, that's the one. Thank okay. you. All right. Uh, probably one of my favorite movies. It's a really cheesy movie, but uh, uh, writer of Johnny Mnemonic, uh, William Gibson. Oh, happy birthday! I love that movie. Uh, uh, do you need to? Do you need to quiz me about that one too to make sure I'm honest? Yes. Who plays the preacher, the cybernetic preacher in that movie? Uh, Dolph Lundgren, right? Yes. Okay. Not short for Adolf, as we learned. No, it is not. Uh, Samoa Joe's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Joe! Yes. Congratulations uh, on your U.S. title win. Yeah. Y- yes. Uh, you didn't know that. I did not know that. Uh, he's still trying to get his. Uh, he's try- still trying to get the app to work. Yeah. Uh, stuntman for tonight is Ben Cook. He was stuntman in Casino Royale, The Bourne Ultimatum, and Skyfall. Skyfall. Why are your cheeks are like vibrating? Okay. Because I'm fat, damn it. I okay. Uh, before closing, I would like to thank uh, YouTube user Jessica Combs for su- uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel. You never made it to this part uh, of the video, so you'll never know. So we'll uh, actually... F- after this episode, we'd like to wish a farewell to Jessica Combs, as you have unsubscribed, no doubt, from this travesty. If you do get... see next episode, we will actually miss you in that episode, because you'll actually stick around to listen. What is next week's episode? Let me check real quick. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we would have it on a whiteboard if someone didn't use permanent marker on the whiteboard. Hang on, let's see and, what we got. Uh, I see that the whiteboard still has a permanent marker sitting right there in the tray. Okay, so waiting to be used. Episode fifty nine, all of space and time. Oh, yeah, it's so time travel movies. Time travel and maybe some spec space exploration. You know what? Whatever Adam feels like. You know what? I felt bad because you guys, you said uh, you couldn't remember the topic. I fucking messaged you guys that picture. So no, yeah, you didn't. yes, I did. No, I don't. I didn't get it. Yes, you did. Why did I, how did you know I got it? Because of your little icon. Daniel showed me what those icons meant. So <laughs> it's, his, it's his fault that oh, I no, know that. no, he's flirting. <laughs> it's evolving. Yeah, so I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> yeah, just no more uh, springing topics on us. Like the movies we hate, I was totally down for that one. Yeah, and you only brought one to the table. Because you never let us get past that. I brought three lists to the table. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but they weren't your personal movie. Yeah, I, I'm i the head of those websites. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, anything else before I do the closing? Well, if you're part of those websites, how come you never advertise Damage Control Podcasting? Are you too busy advertising Jane has a pod? I do a lot of cocaine, so I can't remember. That should help you. Oh, that's right. Uh, damage, damage Control Podcasting is recorded in my parents' basement. You can check out the audio version at SoundCloud and iTunes. We also post a video version on YouTube. Search Damage Control Podcasting. Uh, for other DCP video content, please check out our YouTube. We are working on other content, sort of, as well as a schedule for said content. Check out... My computer's went dead. Uh, uh, wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Woo, we are rocking that professionally unprofessional today, aren't we? Check out DCP Presents uh, Jane's Got a Pod, a podcast dedicated to filmography of musician, writer, director, and actor of Thomas Jane. You I said Jane said again. this was only supposed to be like a one of some month thing. The he's already s- talked about it like three times this month. The second episode is up. Uh, Daniel, what podcast can we find you on? You've already mentioned it once. Well, let's plug it again. Yes. Uh, uh, so you can, you can always find oh. me here on Damage Control Podcasting every week. 
Um, but also, you can find me uh, on upcoming episode of Thrones and Scones. Yay! Um, our friends from Thrones and Scones were so gracious to have me on. Uh, they're, they're recording last, uh, yesterday. And uh, yeah, make sure you check them out. I'll be on uh, uh, episode uh, season six, episode nine. Um, so I'll be there. You can find them at thronesandscones.com as well as you can find them on... Uh, uh, Podbean, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast, you're going to find Thrones and Scones. Also, you can give them an email at thronesandscones at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter at Damn Control as well as Reddit. Cody? At Damn Control Podcasting. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no. It's uh, Damn Control Podcasting uh, slash slash. It's slash you, Damn Control. Slash you, Damn Control. Okay. Contact us at damagecontrolpodcasting at gmail.com. Daniel, take us out tonight. You take us the final word tonight. You are a movie exec that just watched an Irish movie that you you produce for a billion dollars and you clearly know it's going to be a flop. And action. I was I was absolutely terrible. No, no, Adam not. Tipton will never work in film again. Stop talking about tonight's What's episode. Ep- you want to talk- <laughs> I mean, who names an Irish movie episode 58? This, this episode was rough. <laughs>